Hi, everybody. I'm Johnny Kolosinski, and I'm not a doctor. Jackson Vane is a doctor, but he's probably not your doctor. That means that this podcast is not medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact a medical professional. And when you do, please tell them to subscribe to Hi Everybody, a Bad Medicine Podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Vane. I'm Johnny Kolosinski. You might remember me from such podcasts as the Two Buck Chuckles, the <laughs> Trader Joe's variety oh, show. Uh, this is Hi, Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast. Every week on Tuesdays, we talk about great movies with crappy medicine or I'm, crappy movies with yeah, crappy medicine. This week probably falls in the latter, I would I would think. Yeah. Uh, so what are we going to be discussing this week, Jackson? So we're talking about Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, but mainly the ending with the shenanigans that Anakin gets into, but also what Padme gets into. All right. Uh, if you want to learn more about this podcast, you can find us on pretty much every social media platform at HiEverybodyMD. Uh, we are now on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and the best thing you can do to help us is, number one, tell people about the show, and number two, write us a review. That'll help us get into that new and noteworthy section and get some new ears. Yes, please. And also, five-star if you like yep. it. But be honest, let us know. Also, leave us some comments. Also, give us some ideas if you want us to discuss anything in future episodes. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we're going to move into 2005's Revenge of the Sith, directed by a indie filmmaker known by George Lucas. I have not heard of that guy. Yeah, he's. I, I don't think he's done much. He did this in TH, THX 1138. I, I guess, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you. What should we talk about first, Anakin or Padme? Uh, let's actually talk first about the death of Padme Amidala. Okay, so... And if you remember, she dies during childbirth because she lost the will to live because of her broken heart. But there's a couple scenes that lead up to that. And I think the weirder part is, did she die from the broken heart or from being choked earlier and having sequelae of being choked by her lover? Sequelae is... Just secondary symptoms of being choked. Okay. And we do see that, you know, um, well, we'll have patients who come in tragically after an attempted hanging... And they're okay initially, but then the the tissue swelling of the neck can eventually cause issues. Like, it'll cut off the airway, or it'll actually affect their carotid arteries or great vessels. And that in itself will form clots, tears in the arteries, and that can eventually kill you as well. Now, have you ever had someone come in who had been force choked? Not yet. Okay. Um, but that, And you're that, off this weekend. I am finally off this weekend, but I think... One thing to think about is if you did get force choked so hard that was causing you to have difficulty breathing, there should be some swelling outside of the neck. And I think every time you've seen someone get force choked, they're either dead or they learn a very strong lesson, but you never see them again. So you don't know if any marks show up on their neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in this situation, it's like the one few one of the few times we actually see the character come back and she has no marks on her neck. Okay, and That could be one of the reasons why she could have died. But if, if if that were the case, you think that there would have been external symptoms that were visible, even though even if he was only choking her windpipe. Yes. Um, she, or, you know, her voice would be raspy, too. Mm-hmm. That would be the other part. I mean, she was crying and said she didn't want to live anymore. But her voice would be raspy, too, if she got choked that hard that there was swelling of her airway. Okay. Um, but then that kind of brings you to the other point of she died of a broken heart and didn't want to live anymore. And there is actually a real... Um, 
medical condition that you can die of a broken heart. We It's called broken heart syndrome, but the formal name, there's two. It's either stress cardiomyopathy or takotsubo uh, cardiomyopathy, where um, there's just sudden weakening of the heart and you just doesn't work as well anymore so it actually is the heart it is actually the heart that um that is um that'll kill you in this situation and they call it takotsubo because your heart overall looks like an octopus trap and it actually that's why the is that japanese for octopus trap yes so that is actually where the name came from is octopus trap what yeah and it's actually a i mean i have only seen one case i learned about it during residency and um it's can be triggered by an emotional kind of stress, a breakup, um, your partner joining the Sith, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And we actually had one patient who had this weird thing where she was complaining of chest pain, was passing out, said she just broke up with her boyfriend and it was just a really bad breakup. And then it turned out she had heart failure, weird rhythms, and then the heart itself was so weak that it looked like it was going to rupture at any moment. Now, are there is there generally something... A, a heart issue preceding that. No. That, wow. That's the crazier part is not, there usually isn't. And it just looks like you had a heart attack. So kids tend not to get heart attacks. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when we did see this one case where the kid looked like she had a heart attack, we were really, really confused about that whole part. Um, the other thing that can make it worse is if there's just like a sudden surge of adrenaline, kind of like a fight or flight. So when you break up, it it feels like you're in a fight. That's why some people say their heart hurts mm-hmm. because it's just so much stress on your heart. But also if you had a tumor that secretes a bunch of adrenaline, that can also make this a lot worse too. Is, is it just because you're having that adrenaline response and your heart is beating so, so fast, so long? Yeah, it, it's not so much so fast. It's so fast, so long with such intensity um, that it. if you already had a weakened heart, that muscle of the wall of the heart becomes much weaker and potentially can rupture. So the scene where Homer's about to get fired, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't know by now, we're Simpsons fans. Yeah. And we get the the picture-in-picture of Homer's heart. Where it's just bouncing and squeezing yeah. and jumping all around. Is that the sort of thing that could le- lead to octopus trap heart o- syndrome? Octopus trap heart. Um, I mean... Octopus trap heart, by the way, is going to be the name of my first country single. I mean, it's a great name. Um, but it, it usually no... Uh, you would expect the heart to more so than just bounce around. You would expect it to grow big and small. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm trying to think of a scene where everything expands really big and then shrinks, and then expands really big and then shrinks. Like one of those stupid plastic balls. Yeah, like one of those stress toys where you would actually expect. Yeah, that I, I, I was thinking the ones that look like connects, but yeah, or yeah, but or stress, stress balls ball. where you squeeze and the wall gets really thin and expands out and then goes back down mm-hmm. and then expands out and then goes back down and eventually. Unlike the stress ball, your heart can rupture. So that's the oh, stress thing. balls can rupture, and you get flour everywhere, or goop, whatever, or goop, whatever's inside of it, um, or those weird ones where you squeeze the head and the eyes pop out and the ears mm-hmm. pop out. That's kind of what the heart would do in that situation. Um, so, but again, it, I think if she did have those symptoms, she should probably be clutching her chest like she had a heart attack. And, and not just have have the doctor say, oh, she's dying of a, the doctor robot. Yeah. Dr. Droid. Oh, we'll, uh, get, we'll co- get to that. <laughs> Dr. Droid number one, because there's Dr. Droid oh, yeah. and there's Doola Droid. Yeah. Um, Dr. Droid just had three arms and just said she lost the will to live, which what kind of doctor are you if you're like... Well, she was still hanging out there. She's like, still alive. She then, hadn't even given birth to the first kid yet. Also, how did no one know in the future world that you're pregnant with twins? And I mean, sorry. Technically. Past, future. Technically, it's the past. Yes. But how did no one know 
that she was pregnant with twins. It's not a subtle thing. Also, like, she was real... I think it was kind of interesting that her baby bump was so small, and the two babies that came out of her were gigantic and very clean. And I don't think, and I'll look this up and correct myself if I'm wrong, but I don't think they even used real babies. I think they were entirely CG babies, despite the fact that they were three months old. They were gigantic. Also, if you rewind and watch a scene, you can find it on YouTube. It's really easy. Um, The doctor said, the doctor droid said that we're going to need to do an operation quickly to get the babies out. And she's there just pushing the babies out um, Mm -hmm. with like normal spontaneous vaginal delivery and not a full C-section. Something I noticed that has come up now in three-fifths of our episodes is that there was exactly one robot doctor in the room during this childbirth. Actually, there was no robot doctor in that room. There was was just a doula. Yeah, robot doula. Doula, not doctor, though. That's way different. And Uh, for someone who's that, like, potentially critically ill... And um, gonna and die a senator, at, yeah, and gonna die at any second. She was not on any monitors. There was no life or like vital sign monitoring at all. They just said, well, "Let's get the babies out, and whatever happens to you, okay." Is it possible that the droids just hate humans? I mean, that isn't that part of like what was it Attack of the Clones? It, well, there was the whole droid war. The whole the droid war. Droids they were, hate us. They were no the 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 droid war. They were just mercenary droids that was that was phantom menace they still hate us um attack of the clones had clones clones too yes but also there was that whole war with all the robots yeah so let's talk about can i talk wait can we before we move on to anakin can we talk about doula droid i want to talk about doula droid doula droid with two scoops yeah raisin brand fan two scoop doula droid yeah we'll have a we'll we'll link to this scene in our show notes and we'll have uh pictures on our social media but she basically had two lacrosse uh uh sticks i i i I attend i akin them to highlight um uh scoops and it i'm i would imagine that's probably why padman was yelling so much is that she the doula looks like she's reaching straight in and going this is one of those up. moments that you should all be happy that this is not a video podcast because looks Jackson like, is just miming through this. It in looks a way like she's doing an excavation, like a backhoe kind of thing, like yeah, and a construction with the field. sort of thing that you would use to toss your tennis balls to your dog. Yes, the the magic that, yeah do- that or it looks like she's going into the backyard and trying to dig out a pool because <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. And those scoops were pristine after every baby came out. And I, again, like. That's the big thing that I've noticed kind of ever since we started this podcast. No one bleeds? No one bleeds, and every single birth scene is the most sterile thing in the world. And as a guy who's, like, in medical school and residency, I guess, where I have to go into birth, like, during live births and whatnot, it is not clean. It is very messy, very stinky. There's poop everywhere. Um, It is not the clean, beautiful... It is beautiful at at the end, (laughs) but during that time... It's a massacre. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, whoever's a mother, but they can probably relate. But it's a massacre in there when you're um, learning all this stuff as a medical student and also in just the early parts of your training. Now, I have a theory. I wish my Nikki friend was here right now so she can add on to this, but another We we can always have a follow-up with Courtney. Yeah. Uh, I have a theory. Uh, Maybe they didn't have the right staff on hand and they only had excavator droid there but they said okay pretend you're a doula mm-hmm. we'll say she died of a broken heart mm-hmm. it's it's happy go lucky obi-wan he'll be he'll he'll buy it 
He probably, uh, I guess, or it could just be she died of complications of the birth, mm-hmm. and that was the easy cop out. But there were no complications yet because there hadn't been a birth yet. Well, they were kind of prepping their their um, alibi for like, after. Yeah, <clears throat> because those scoops don't go in. <laughs> um, the other thing is like she kind of just. Like, when she ultimately did die, she kind of just petered out and just gave up. And yeah. I mean, there are cases where, you know, older couples, like, they do lose the will to live sometimes when they're older and their significant other passes away. And it's not soon um, not soon after that the, they pass away themselves. And that they, there are cases where that can't happen. Um, I just think in this situation, it was just really weird. Yeah. Crossing over to the other death in this... Um, it, well, not death. Yes, death. It was the death of Anakin Skywalker and the birth of Darth Vader. Fine. Let's do that. Um, let's let's explain it that way then. Um, but we'll talk about how they were fighting, having a very epic CGI fight in the volcano. In the height of 2005 CGI. Correct. So it looked real, real crisp, mm-hmm. really realistic. But they're fighting in a volcano. And I think one thing... That- it's, a, it's a volcano planet. Volcano planet. Fine. Molten lava everywhere, fire everywhere. And the one thing about fire is it uses up a lot of oxygen. And I know we're not a physics podcast, but they shouldn't be able to breathe <laughs> in that kind of situation. Like any kind of big fire, um, that is one of the big concerns is that it actually takes up all the oxygen around you and you can't breathe really well. And I remember during my fellowship training, we actually had to learn how to put out a fire and put on masks and stuff like that. And you're breathing really fast, not just from the energy that's going on, but it's how hot everything is around you. So that's one reason why you're like sucking down oxygen. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have the mask or the respirator on, you can't breathe. Because mm-hmm. if you're standing up, even if you're on the ground, even the fire rises and all of that and smoke rises to the top, you can't breathe at all with the mask off. Maybe. Because it's because it's absorbing all of the oxygen yep. and replacing it with whatever caustic magma smoke. Correct. So that's one thing that they didn't. They kind of glossed over. I mean, for cinematic effects, maybe, you know. It's yeah, the, midi- the Force did it. The Force did it. The midichlorians don't need oxygen to thrive and mm-hmm. keep them alive. Or do they produce their own oxygen. And now he has blood in his, or oxygen in his blood and he's fine. <clears throat> but the other thing is, um, after he got all, Anakin got three limbs chopped off, he's lying on the ground. He should have been really burnt up. Mm-hmm. Pretty quick. I know. Just bet, from lying on the ground. Just from lying on the ground because that's really hot, hot ground. So he, at that point, should have been, like, towards, like, dying already. Instead of just ran, instead of his his clothes catching fire when the scene's less exciting. Correct. Um, The other thing is, I guess, he does have all of his wounds cauterized immediately because that is the joy of a lightsaber Mm -hmm. is that any kind of cut, it's an immediate cauterization so you can't bleed out. But you would expect that that kind of impedance, he still lost blood. It might not be pouring out of his body, but he lost blood because he 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 lost a, a he, he lost limbs. three limbs worth of blood, yeah. and they're going to not. It's not like it's when not you cauterize something, it's not going to. Yeah, the pipes cut. Give you yeah, it's not going to give you new new arteries and veins connecting yeah. what was cut. Exactly. So the pipes are cut. There's no detour. There's no detour. There's no reroute. So he probably would have gone into shock at that moment and not think straight. Well, he was already not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Um, so that probably would have also done him in losing all those limbs. He probably wouldn't die as quickly as when he caught on fire, though. Right. Because when he caught on fire, that'll get you. And um, that significant amount of burns is non-survivable. 
And we've seen that before, um, where patients will roll in after a house fire or something like that. Extensive burns, probably over 80% of their body. Mm-hmm. And it's non-survivable because of numerous reasons. Um, you're losing a lot of water because your skin is actually one of the big barriers to keep you from getting dehydrated. It's also another barrier for you not getting infections, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also a big source of, again, blood circulation. So if you're you're messing with the blood circulation and it's not going back, you're going to die eventually. And usually patients that we see with that kind of significant burns, we kind of t- have like a very big sit-down talk with families and go, this is not survivable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually comfort care and letting them kind of pass naturally. Uh, the other thing you don't think about is if you have burns all over your chest, you can't take big breaths anymore. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Because your skin is very pliable. But once your skin gets burnt, it's always taut. It tightens up. You can't take full breaths because it could A, hurt, but B, it's because the skin's no longer um, very stretchy to, for you to take big breaths and stuff like that. And not just I, just watching this clip, his skin, it's not just the skin burns. It probably goes down to his musculature, too. So if your muscles are affected, you can't take deep breaths, you die. Mm-hmm. So that's the other part that people don't think about. They're like, oh, burns, they'll just leave scars. They'll put them in the life-saving suit. I mean, be fine. But by the time the Sith pick him up, he's probably long dead at that point. He let alone yell no very loud for very long. Yeah. And and that's uh, that's an entirely different scene that deserves its own podcast. The life-saving thing. Yeah. I mean, you. I'm trying to think how, how someone that short became that much taller... And I'm I'm wondering if they had to rewire like the ventilators down into his legs and to his arms just to extend it out a little more. Or they just knew they had room and they wanted to make it more intimidating. They could have, but the mask was where all the Mm -hmm. allegedly some of the stuff is. He just there's no room for him to ventilate and all that stuff. And I think the the most telling scene is kind of jumping into the future. He turns from Hayden Christensen to James Earl Jones. Yeah. I mean, that is some impressive Sith technology, though, that they were able to turn him into an old black man. Yeah, well, yeah, a, <laughs> Again, a, a middle-aged at that point in time black man. Fine. Um, but past future. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of technology they have in past future, but all I know is they don't have ultrasounds. They don't have ultrasounds. They can't tell if you're pregnant with twins until you're about to die mm-hmm. or give birth. And the duelists have mega scoops to get the babies out of your body. Mm-hmm. And... That's still, like, I did not notice the doula scoops until we did this episode, and it's still, like, shocking, <laughs> shocking my brain right now that there's that kind of thing, that the doula scoops are a thing. It, come on. And I think that thing was built, was that in the ship? I'm trying to remember, like, when there were, she was... We, well, we didn't really see the... the I, I assume that they took them to a special... Well, she jumped on. They brought her onto a ship. Yeah. And I think that's where Dr. Droid assessed her. Yeah. But if that, they were able to have an entire, like, delivery theater. That's not a delivery room. That's a delivery theater. Because mm-hmm. there was places where people, they could possibly just sit from far Th- away. There was a junior mint section. Yes. Oh, that's another episode with the junior mints. Because uh, we don't have operating theaters anymore. Thanks, junior mints. Um, <laughs> but you don't want to scrub in it. Or you don't want to watch that stuff. Trust me. There's no way that could be all on that tiny ship. Mm-hmm. Like physics, again, not a physics podcast, but that's a fitting a lot of stuff. That's like a TARDIS level fitting stuff into a tiny location. Um, but it does explain, if they did do it all there, that does explain why there's only one droid doctor and one doula droid. Except for if you've only got so much space, you're not going to have the dedicated 
doula right. droid hanging around. But they knew she was pregnant, though. They did. So they, they did. probably had her there just as a precaution. So I think that's that kind of fits a little bit if you're trying to plan for someone who's a VIP, an important senator mm-hmm. that they have. Well, all that you know, it, the Senate is disbanded, but yes, still, she is still a senator. Yes, but she's still an important person mm-hmm. that they need to watch out for. All right, this is. I don't know if we can do this or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> how do we make the death of Padme medically accurate? <laughs> to be fair, the, the the heartbreaking scene if if she was like an older person or someone who like mm-hmm. wasn't so physically fit cuz she clearly wasn't like fighting wars, just she was hey, she might I haven't seen the Clone Wars series, so she might have been but, super active combat. But there's, like, scenes where she does fight. Mm-hmm. She definitely is physically capable. Um, I wouldn't think that she would have died so easily with just losing the will to live. Now, she possibly could have had this Takotsubo cardiomyopathy, but that would have manifested, too, if she was mm-hmm. fighting. Right? Like, a big stress response. I would assume a war or any kind of stressful response like a war would, would have triggered this, it would have triggered this and she would have octopus trapped heart mm-hmm. at that point um there's this is future past or mm-hmm. past future so i don't know how doula droid would have gotten away with two scoops <laughs> but i it's a i think more realistic it's never that clean mm-hmm. everyone should know that part that it's never that glamorous and whatnot maybe smaller babies okay definitely maybe smaller babies but then the anakin one you know he he died he became darth vader i know he didn't really die but anakin himself like the, the spirit, the, of, anakin the spirit of anakin died well actually he didn't because he came out as a spirit like a force yeah. ghost so come on um he does eventually come back but i think fighting on a volcano yes it is or fighting in magma or lava is very epic but there's not enough oxygen for any of them to live. And the minute they touched the ground, they, he probably would have burnt up to a crisp at that point. Mm-hmm. But it gave him time to talk and kind of say how he say, got betrayed. Say you're my brother. And, got and for you and to you and everywhere. Yeah. Oh, God. That's so terrible. That is so terrible. And I just want to say, and we said this in prepping for the episode, that all of the actors, including Hayden Christensen, did an amazing job with what they had to work with. Yeah, this is... We're... we're Picking on this a lot more than we did Shooter. <laughs> but Shooter was so good. So good on so many bad levels. It's like a bad good movie. Or, sorry. It's a good bad movie. Mm-hmm. This is just not as enjoyable as Shooter, only because of how over-the-top Shooter was. Our and slash prequel memes is going to come for us. I don't care. Um, it's just this prequel was ridiculous. And it's supposed to be over-the-top, and I get it. But the last, what, 20, 15, 20 minutes of this movie were just ridiculous. Now, it's important to the original tw- trilogy mm-hmm. that no one knows that there's two Skywalkers. Yeah. How feasible would that be, really? You of mean, not even Padme knowing that uh, she had twins. It's really hard, but we do always get cases of people not knowing they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um we had, I, this just reminds me of one case where we had one lady who swore she wasn't pregnant and then came into the ER, not the, uh, sorry, uh, came in, yeah, came in through the ER and then gave birth. And the reason why she said she didn't know she was pregnant, she's a very large lady, but whenever she got intimate with her husband, 
her husband only got intimate with her folds and not down there. Okay. That's why I said it in that way. But it takes but, a special person to confuse certain folds. Right. And, and that, that person is not Natalie Portman. No. And that lady did come in and gave birth to a very large child because she had, like, diabetes, too. And um, because of her diabetes, the baby became very, very large because there was a higher level of glucose circulating through her blood, which means there was more circulation of glucose to the baby's blood. So there was more for the baby to eat. And set, eat, quote-unquote. Yeah. And then the baby got very big. But the mom didn't know that she was pregnant. So that was a very, so those, like, I didn't know I was pregnant stories are legit. That one just was one that stuck in my head. Now, she was not pregnant with twins, but I would assume that if you had not known that you were pregnant in the first place and thought you just had really bad gas, potentially. That would have been an entirely different movie. <laughs> yeah. Man, Todd may not knowing she was pregnant at And her all. belly's just getting bigger. It's like, man, it must have been that bean I ate and yeah. just been real gassy. That blue bean burrito. Yeah. Just gassy for. Th- like three movies, just mm-hmm. gassy, all three <laughs> movies, and then eventually gave birth to twins. But I, I would assume you should know that you're. I'm not a. We I'm know not that a she mother. had medical care. She had medical care. Someone should have monitored it. But how in the past future, no one knew that she was pregnant with twins, but just knew that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty, pretty big oversight there. That that doctor would get sued. That robot droid would have gotten sued for robot malpractice. I wonder if they have to have robot malpractice insurance or if they just end up working for java Uh, the algorithm their algorithm does not allow them to make mistakes so i would assume robot malpractice would not be necessary but Mm -hmm. that is a pretty bad thing to not know you're pregnant with twins or not know you're pregnant with twins is pretty bad but i understand if she didn't know she was pregnant but they also said that died of a broken heart maybe they just went to really bad robot doctors they went to hollywood upstairs robot medical school (laughs) alderaan upstairs yeah alderaan upstairs medical school is where all those robots went to but yeah so she definitely should have known she was pregnant um because it's it's one of those situations where she's a pretty thin girl she would have known it wouldn't have been gas for an entire movie and birth yeah okay all right um so that's there's there's one theory that i want to address and just say i didn't bring it up because it wouldn't have made the show as interesting bring it up uh which is oh anakin was actually drawing off of her life force to keep himself alive on uh mustafar that's not quite the name of the planet um to keep himself alive when he was going uh you know almost dying so that's something that can't really be addressed medically i am not um i don't have a degree in force medicine or Mm -hmm. anything like that or force healing so maybe next week we could have marianne williamson on the show oh god to uh (laughs) to talk about the feasibility of that no there will just be talks about crystals and stuff like that and i'd prefer not to talk about goop medicine all right this This is not an alternative medicine podcast no uh and i'm not even gonna make a joke saying that that's my next one please god no um so anything else you want to say about star wars revenge of the sith now we'll probably be addressing star wars multiple times over the course of this because i love star wars you love star wars yeah um anything else you want to add about this scene right now though I'm trying to think if there's anything else I would add to it other than what the heck happened in this scene. So not really. Just know that um, you can't get burned that much and live. Um, 
it's really hard to not know that you're pregnant with twins, though you can know that you're not pregnant. Mm-hmm. Or you can be pregnant and not know it, I should say. Um, and also, just take-home message, that whole birth scene just... It looks like when we saw... I think when we watched like Knocked Up and all those other ones, it's never that clean. Ever. Yeah. And... If you're oh, she only going had like one bead of sweat too, <laughs> come on! If you're pushing and screaming that hard and you're dying of a broken heart, you're real sweaty. And like, if your OBGYN comes in and they've got two lacrosse paddles or highlight things or highlight sticks, no, um, don't move to a different hospital. Yeah, can oh, can you? I I can't imagine it, but putting those oof, no, no, we're good. All right, so with that, we're gonna just. Once again, say thank you for listening. Uh, We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. And please uh, do us a favor, write us a review, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and let people know about the show. Yes, please. All right. Thanks, folks. Thank you so much.